Good morning. Happy Monday. Hey, I am back. I am so glad to be back with you guys. It feels so good to be on my podcast, Mike. We are going to talk about some really cool stuff. Today, especially, I'm going to talk about my break. I'm going to talk about why I needed it, why it was important for me. I'm going to talk about how this podcast is going to be different than what I had before. There's some things that are going to stay the same, and there are going to be some very significant things that are changing about this and that are I have learned are more important to me than I thought they were. So that uh, time off gave me some really good clarity. I'm also going to talk about four myths that I learned about while I was, um, while I took my little break and why I felt that these things were important to talk to you guys about because I think you can use them in your own businesses. So thank you so much for sticking this out with me, guys. I'm so glad you're here joining me. We're going to have such a great time with this new podcast and really, really advancing your businesses. I will see you inside. Hey friend, thanks for making it back to Mind Your Business with me, Sabrina Knapp. I want you to sit back, get comfy, and let's talk all things business marketing and multiple streams of income. Here, you're going to find a rock-solid marketing plan and finally figure out how to attract that perfect audience to you. Home-based business should be about freedom, the choice to build your time and schedule and life around your dreams. I'm going to tell you all the things, friend, including how to maximize that work-from-home income. So come join me. Yes, I know you're on your third cup of coffee, too. This is all about mastering your home-based business, so let's get started. Oh, happy Monday. I am so glad to be back, you guys. It has been six months (laughs) since I have gone live and joined you guys on a podcast, so I'm so glad to be back. I've taken a little break. I did a little bit of pivoting in my business uh, and concentrating, fully putting some effort into what I was doing and changes that I was making and getting serious about some changes that I had made Oh, a little over 18 months ago now, uh, November will be two years. It is the art of freelancing and truly helping people in their businesses where they need help. Uh, I had started that kind of quietly in the sidelines in November of 2020, and it kind of exploded. My business kind of grew from there. I started podcasting. I started you know, growing my business, I was continuing to grow my coaching business and really helping business owners with their marketing strategy. But myself, I got a little, um, dare I say, sidetracked and took on some roles as a freelancer or a business manager in some different businesses and really started helping actual business owners with their problems in their business, which a lot of times, as you know, is just the technical stuff, the time management, the knowing how uh, to implement certain marketing strategies. That's something I know. So instead of coaching people on it, I found myself um, actually just offering to do it for them. And I did it just on the side a little bit, um, you know, while I was working and while I was um, building my coaching business, while I was doing my podcasting, while, you know, I was doing several things at one time. And it got really busy, actually. I took on more and more clients and I took on this role of marketing strategist uh, because I found that's what I was doing a lot of coaching on anyways. And so if I could coach on it, if I could t- talk someone through it, if I could help someone map out the exact strategy that they need to take for their target audience, I could certainly help them implement those strategies, right? So that's what I took on. And as I got more and more clients, 
um, I really had to make the decision of, gosh, is this something that I love to do? Is this something that I kind of want to take on even more clients? And it got to be where I was like, let's stop. (laughs) Let's take a breather. Let's figure out what I'm doing. Um, my business was getting more busy and more busy, and it was difficult for me to do all the things, both physically because I was running out of time and then mentally as well. Like, what do I need to focus on? I need to take a step back and really, um, evaluate what I want to do here. So I had, you know, six months of complete kind of quiet, helping business owners, really taking on just that like full on freelancer and coach role. Uh, And it's been so great. Like I have worked with some super great clients. I have really helped some. Um, I have helped some get ahead. We're no longer working together, but they've got some ideas. They've got some things that they're working on. They just weren't ready for that full time, um, you know, freelancer or business manager in their business. And that's okay. I, um, missed podcasting like crazy though. And it's really important to me to get my voice heard. I think that my message and what I have to get across to people and help them in their business with lead generation and marketing strategy and really knowing what to implement now and what to leave behind or what to change up. There are so many um, things that we're going to talk about in the upcoming weeks and months here on this podcast. As you've seen, um, if you've read any of my documentation for this new podcast, I'm really going to take the role of, you know, changing up some things and really helping with lead generation, with marketing strategy. And that's really important. But along with that kind of thing, especially in business, comes mindset. And we have to have the mindsets that are ready for anything that's thrown our way. We also have to have a mindset for growth. So I'm not sugarcoating anything. I never have and I never will. So this podcast is really going to be about getting real with yourself, getting real with your business and getting real with your goals. Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? Where do you see your business, um, say one year, five years, 10 years down the road? And is what you're doing now going to get you there? If you cannot say that yes, what you're doing now is going to move the ticker forward, then you need to make some changes. And this podcast is going to be for you. We're going to talk lead generation. We're going to talk target audience. We're going to talk about where and how to find them. And last but not least, we're going to talk about multiple streams of income. People are so consumed with the fact of time. Oh my gosh, I don't have time. I don't have time to implement multiple streams of income. I don't know how people take on multiple streams of income. It's not about the multiple streams. We use that word multiple as a scary thing. But really what it comes down to is it is just other streams of income. Don't think of it as multiple because that can be a scary word when you think that your time is compromised. But Other streams of income can just be other things that you offer an audience that have to do with what you're already doing. Guys, we're going to talk all about it, and I'm really excited to get in on that. I have multiple streams of income, and I'm able to maintain multiple six-figure businesses because I am able to manage my time, 
to really work on marketing strategy with things that actually work. And then I'm also able to implement and add other things or brainstorm or do other things as well. So we're going to talk about all the things. No worries. Don't fear. I'm here to help. I do, though, today want to go over um, four things that I have kind of learned a little bit in my break that I've taken. Um, It was really, really important for me to step back and just do some thinking, just do some praying, just do some listening. (laughs) It's really important to, you know, dissect the inside of your business and see what's important. And so I did that. And so in that time, I have kind of determined that there are four myths that a lot of times we hear about business or assume about business, and they're just not the truth. The first thing is rest, but don't quit. (laughs) How many times do we hear that, right? Somebody's trying to get you to press on. Oh, you're overwhelmed. Oh, you're stressed out. Just take a rest. Just take a rest, but don't quit. Well, one thing I, I really realized, and I actually realized this even before I took my rest, but what I realized was quitting is relative. Quitting is okay if it includes a pivot. So if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel stressed out and you're like, gosh, I just need to rest. And during that time, you say, ooh, I'm really not feeling it. I'm just not digging what I'm doing. I want to do something. I want to, you know, find someone to help me figure out how to do what I want to do. I just, I'm not feeling what I'm doing. It's okay. It's okay to pivot. Pivots are necessary, pivots are beautiful, and pivots can lead to the best opportunities of your life. I know that for a fact. Um, My rest was good for me. And while I didn't necessarily pivot during my rest, I pivoted before that, my rest brought so much clarity for me. It really helped me determine what was important. What What was something that lit me up? What did I decide to do or what did I focus on that during that rest, that made it so that what I was doing before was obsolete or it didn't matter anymore. I was able to get so much clarity from that. And so rest is okay when it includes a pivot that is directional to what you actually want to do in your life or what lights you up or what you're passionate about. Number two is it's a numbers game. Wrongo. <laughs> no more a numbers game. And I know all my network marketing friends on here are going to argue with me because yes, as network marketing leaders, um, you know, when in the six years that I spent in network mar- marketing, we were taught, oh, it's a numbers game. You have to reach out to 100 people. And of that 100 people, two of them are going to become something for you. They're going to become a customer. They're going to become a marketing representative. They're going to join you. And so as network marketers, especially, I know you guys are kind of ingrained with this idea that it's a numbers game. Just keep reaching out. Just keep reaching out, right? Embrace the no. (laughs) Embrace the no, because that's just one you can check off your list, right? We've heard it over and over and over. But the thing is, it is no longer a numbers game. It is a relationship game. If you're thinking on, oh, you're just a number in my book, you're just a number, and I don't care if you say no, you start to look and feel towards everybody like they're a number, right? And they become they become less than to you. 
And so it is just, you can let them go and, oh, okay, well, they were, I know I'm just going to let him go. And we've heard the whole not know forever or uh, not know forever, but just know right now. Okay. That's okay. That's fine and good. I get it. But what if you actually built a relationship with that individual? Maybe you don't have a good enough no like, and trust factor with that individual that their no was not necessarily a no, but a no because I don't really know you or I don't really trust you or I don't really know that you know my pain point. So if we quit looking at things at numbers and rushing through everything, because gosh, I'm just trying to get to my hundred so I can get find two people who are going to purchase from me or join me. And we start looking as people as actual people again, your business is going to change dramatically. One thing that I've really focused on, not only the last six months, but in the last two years, is really working on my relationships, really listening to the problems of my individuals. What was their problem? To be honest with you guys, you know, my initial pivot into actual freelancing and business management and, you know, web design and everything that I do was because one of my coaching clients flat out says to me, after four or five coaching calls, oh my gosh, what I need you to do for me is just create this and do this and hand it over to me and then create this for me so I can use it and say, okay, here you go. It's done. I was so offended. I was so kind of heartbroken. And in my mind, I'm thinking, no, I'm a coach. I don't do that stuff. <laughs> what, in, what in the heck are you asking me to do that for? But it was so important to her that she had that done for her. It was more valuable to her to have that time that it would have taken her to have that off her shoulders. She was much more willing to pay me or someone to do it for her than to have me coach her through how to learn how to do it. Because then that meant she was going to have to take more time to actually implement the things she learned and do them herself. Had I not listened to that person, had I not listened to my coaching client at that time, I never would have pivoted my business. I never would have truly learned what it was that my clients were needing from me. All the while I was just spinning my wheels or spinning their wheels, just coaching them, talking to them. Oh, let's meet next week. Let's talk some more. Let's talk some more. Let's talk some more. That's great. If you have coaching clients who are willing to listen and do and then implement and learn. But sometimes people people don't have that kind of time. Sometimes people just want to say, listen, my dollars, while I love working with you and I love talking to you and you know a whole bunch of stuff, I don't know how many times I've heard that. My dollars are better spent if I just pay you to do it for me. <laughs> I don't have the time to do it all. And so because I stopped and I listened, it took me three days to listen, you guys. But because I did stop and listen, I was able to then grab another stream of income by doing those things for them. Had I not listened, had I not taken the advice of that customer or that client of mine, I never would have learned what it was like to actually listen and use my relationship to make the sale. Does that make sense? Am I saying that correctly or am I saying that loud enough? What are your clients actually saying to you? 
You may think you know what their pain point is. You may think you know what their problem is. Oh, well, gosh, I know what their pain point is. My product is going to totally solve their problem. But are you 100% sure that that's their problem? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to know your audience. I'd have to know your product to really be able to brainstorm with you and say, but wait, what is your audience actually saying to you that you're not hearing? I say this from a place of experience. I say this because I was in there for so long between my six years in network marketing. Then when I stepped out of that and stepped into coaching, then it was, I was just listening. I was listening. We met every week. We had our coaching sessions. It was great. And then she flat out said after four, four or five sessions, this is what I need. Gosh, I need somebody to just do these things because I don't have the time. Sabrina, I hear what you're saying to me. I would love, I'm so glad that you're teaching me how to do this. And I would love to have the time to do it. I just don't. And I need somebody to do it for me. Well, gosh, when I hear it that way, that to me was, well, shoot, I'll get paid to do it for you. No problem. So we have to listen to our customers. And when you stop seeing them as a number, when you stop seeing them as, okay, it's fine if you say no, I'm going to move on. Okay, thanks, bye. And you go on to the next person, you're missing out on possibly actually hearing what that person needs from you and in turn making the sale. I hope that makes sense, guys. Number three is you do not need to be an expert in your business. No, (laughs) you do not at all. Your audience is actually only two or three steps behind you. I say this all the time to my coaching clients. I say it all the time to my freelance students. You do not have to be the best or an expert in your field. You just need to know more than the person hiring you. There are so many people that underestimate themselves. There are so many people that underestimate the effect that they could have on the audience that they could truly serve. And they underestimate it because they're scared. Oh my gosh, I don't, I feel like I don't know that much. I feel like I'm not an expert. I feel like, oh, but guys, there are so many people who want to be where you are. There are so many people who want to know what you know. So if you can increase your business, if you can scale your business, helping them get to where you are now, as you go up even further, as you learn more, you should always be learning and thriving in your business. But if you can help someone who is truly looking for, you know, to be in the place that you are right now, if you can help them get there, that's all they want. It's okay. They don't care that you're not an expert, but by God, you know more than they do. So help me get to where you are, they say. Trust me, I've heard it over and over and over. You're so inspiring because you just, you just go for it. You just do it. You just, you, you know so much. Yeah. I'm always learning. I'm always ready for new things. And I'm always wanting to inspire other people. So a lot of the people that come on with me, a lot of the people that coach with me, a lot of the people that use my marketing services, a lot of the people that I am a freelancer for are like, gosh, you know so many things. You know how to do so many things. I need that done. I need to pay you to have that done because I don't have time. Or I need to pay you to do that because I don't know how. I don't, you, you know so much more than me. So whatever it is that you do know, you know more than somebody else needing it, okay? We just have to find that audience for you, and that's what we can do together. Number four is only the biggest, or only the business owners with the biggest budgets do any good. 
False. <laughs> False. So, okay, so the misconception is these business owners that you see, let's say on Facebook advertising or Google advertising or whatever, you see them touting, um, I can help you make uh, six figures in six months, right? They're not telling you the complete truth. They have made six figures in six months, but they spent 85000 of that hundred to with an ad spend. And they did, they spent that much money with an ad spend because they were just throwing their information at anybody and everybody. They were not targeting their audiences. They were not really getting down to the nitty gritty of who could help them. So they had to spend a ton, a ton on advertising. You would be amazed at what I know, you guys, <laughs> about how many, how much money people spend with advertising. Here's the deal, though. I, I do some advertising. I do Facebook advertising. I do Google advertising and I do Pinterest advertising. And I hardly spend once in a while, depends on what I'm, what message I'm trying to get out. I rarely spend less than a dollar a day. Um, and once in a while, occasionally I'll spend $2 a day on something maybe for 10 days to get it out there. Here's the kicker though. And here's what a lot of people are missing out on because they are just, throwing a bunch of dollars at it rather than being targeted. In all these advertising platforms, you can target your audience. Where are they at? What is their age group? What are their demographics? What are they interested in? What are they watching and looking up online? Where are they hanging out? That is what matters when it comes to knowing your true target audience and how to find them. You do not have to spend the dollars. If you target that audience, Facebook or Google or Pinterest or whoever is going to show it to the audience that you want, no matter how much money you put on it. So that's why my dollar or $2 a day can go to ad spend because I know how to perfectly target my audience. I know who's wanting to hear what I have to say. I know it's those business owners that have been in business for a little bit are doing okay, but they're like, dang it, I am sick of sitting at these $5,000 months. I want to move up. I want to really increase the audience that I'm speaking to and what I'm doing in the background here to make my business grow, 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 grow. And you don't have to spend all that money. You don't have to spend all that ad spend to do it. So don't think that the biggest business owners are the only ones who do well. No, it's actually the opposite. It's the business owners who know the most about their target audience. Do you know who they are? Do you know where they're hanging out? Do you know their demographics and what's important to them and what they're looking up? If you do, you do not have to spend your money on ad spend and you can make just a mint with your target audience, your ideal audience. So those are my four myths that I have found over my little quiet break here that are truly, you know, kind of important um, for business owners to remember. So remember, guys, I am so glad to be back with you guys. I have really, really missed talking to you and working with you. So I'm super glad to be back. I'm glad you guys are here hanging out with me. I welcome you back every Monday to, um, you know, hear what I have to say, <laughs> hear what I have to say and learn more about what I know. If you're interested in working with me or if you just want to say, hey, Sabrina, I think I could use your help. Um, could you brainstorm with me for a few minutes? Absolutely. I want to get to know you. So there's all kinds of ways here underneath underneath of my episode here to get to know me. You can follow any of those, but please, please, please 
check out with me, um, get with me. I have my link there for uh, grabbing the free 30 minute call with me. Let's brainstorm about your business. Let's see how we can target your audience a little bit better. Let's start mapping out a marketing strategy. Whether that includes my services or not, it absolutely can. I have some very, very budget-friendly options for people who want to learn more about their business or do more in their business. So that is a great place to start is just grabbing that free 30-minute call with me to start doing some brainstorming about your business. I am so happy to be here, you guys. I hope everything's been going good. I would love to hear about where you are in your business and what's been going on the last six months because I've missed you. I've missed you guys, and I'm so glad to be back. So we will talk again soon. I'll see you all next Monday. Have a great week, you guys. Hey, friend. It has been a pleasure to chat about business with you today. If you've heard something that made sense or you can implement in your own business, then I'd so appreciate a positive rating and for you to hit that follow button. There's so much good that you're doing in your business and so many exciting things yet for you to learn. I'd love to connect with you and talk about what you can do to add great lead generation or even extra income. So head to the show notes here or go to sabrinamnap.com to grab a free 30-minute call with me. We've got work to do and I cannot wait to get started. Until next time, friend, Sabrina.